Strictly speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 103, live, well, live for us, recorded for you from Atlanta and Los Angeles. We're covering both sides of the whole fucking country and everything in between. It's Boot to the Face, Marty Vasquez, Chris Rucker, and we got a lot to get into. We got a lot to talk about, a lot of wrestling going on, a lot of news happening. But before we get into all of that, let's do a little weekly catch up like we always do, Marty. I know you've been working like a motherfucker with it being holiday weekend, so. Not just that, but, like, we've had some changes with schedule with, with staffing. My assistant manager was on vacation all week, so we're extra. I've had, like, one day off each of the last two weeks. Wait, wait. How can he go on vacation if you can never go on vacation for Labor Day weekend? Well, no, no. He came back right before the holiday. Like, oh. Hey, he, like, came back. His first day back was the first day, like, the blackout period, so. I got I got to mute my mic when I sip my coffee. I just realized how loud that was. That's some of the <laughs> ASMR. There was some free ASMR stuff for people out there that are waiting on that. That's uh, that's a little bit of that lustrous uh, tease right there for that OnlyFans.com Chris Rucker show. Um, no man, it's a uh, it's been it's been busy as hell. Like not just work, but um, school started two weeks ago, so I've been classes and um, yeah, dude. I came home what Friday. After work, got off at nine, rushed home so I could do my assignments. I would do by midnight. Um, yeah, dude, it's just been it's been busy, crazy, everything. Uh, but exhausted. And last night we had a shit ton of wrestling because I hadn't been watching able to watch anything all week long. Watched Raw. Actually, I watched most of Raw already, so I just only had like a little bit. So I just fast forward through some segments in the finish. Um, I watched the Iron Man match. I watched. Um, fast forward through AEW just to say, see anything that it's the go home show. So anything that promos or anything that popped up that might have been good to watch beforehand, which really wasn't too much. And then I uh, I watched SmackDown. And I don't know what it is, but my DVR has not recorded SmackDown for like three weeks in a row. Wow! And the last week it did it was like a half episode, and it's still it shows on my thing like like on my schedule to record so i don't know what the hell's going on there um but i had to wait and watch on hulu which is obviously a condensed version of it all but i watched that while i started i had that on the tv and i had all out on the tablet playing until i got done with smackdown then i was able to move it to the tv but uh and then this week man i don't know about you but for me piece of my childhood came back this week Tony Hawk 1 and 2, Pro Skater, released full access on Thursday night. So, uh, played that. I still got it, man. I still fucking got it. I didn't play no goddamn Tony Hawk when I was a kid. Well, nope. then. <laughs> the closest I got was those damn Sting shell necklace that I had. The <laughs> Puka that shell. Was, <laughs> it was as close as I got oh, to the fucking skateboarder. Rodney Mullins over here with his fucking puka shows. I um, not my skateboard when I was younger. Um, 
the music, the soundtrack was a shit for me. Like that Tony Hawk Pro Skater Scout soundtrack was the shit. And when they released the the warehouse demo level a couple weeks ago, um, they only had like four songs on there, and the two of the songs were my favorite bands. So like one episode, one song was uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine, and one of the other songs was by Goldfinger, who's a ska punk band, and those are two of my favorite bands of all time. And so it was fantastic. They're just I was just playing the warehouse demo. If you're going to be playing video games and shit, Marty, you might as well jump on the boot to the face Twitch channel. I mean, there's plenty of people out there looking for stuff to observe pretty soon. Seeing as WWE people got to shut their Twitch. Can I, can I use my name though? Can I, yeah. can I use my name? I mean, we got to get that approved through the official Vinny boot Mac? to the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the official boot to the face CEO. Got it, man. Well, I know why. Because in one week, one week, we got Battleground coming out, man. So I hope you're ready for that. I don't know if you pre-ordered that shit, but I hope you did. Because that shit's coming out. It's going to be freaking hot. Is it next out. week? It's, I should. I think it's next week. Oh, man. I thought I had time to like still pre-order and get all the extras and shit. I'm gonna I, well, I mean, the only pre-order is a fucking Edge character, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't get no, that. that's not true. That's not true. Um, there's also the pre-order. You get like, an additional Rock scene and Austin fi- uh, character, I think. Well, speaking of pre-orders, Marty, I'm glad you said that. You you just struck up something that I didn't even think to put when I adjust the notes a little bit you send me. I didn't even think to put this on there. Yesterday, I wake up to an email that says I have a delivery a day orally at 10.08 in the morning. My EO Shirai Elite 79 and my Becky Two Belts Ultimate Edition came in. And, dude, I have to get another one of these EO Shirai uh figures this thing is so accurate of her dog like it looked like i took a little video and like kind of scanned around it and zoomed in and when you like look at her face it looks like that little face she's making when she comes out it is the most accurate female figure since probably the uh nia jacks had one that had a couple heads in it where she had braids and stuff where that looked really accurate also this is probably the most as a guy that's a fan of Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch and, and you know, the female wrestlers that can't get a head scan right, this has me hopeful that hopefully the elites coming after this, they figured out whatever the glitch in the Matrix was that they had to where they couldn't get female head scans right. Because this fucking thing is is dope. The jacket, the stance, the just everything about it is fantastic. I went and watched two Io Shirai matches yesterday just because I had to open the damn box. And I was like, I feel like watching Io make her entrance with that fucking music coming down. I want to know thing. why the hell you got your Becky two ballots and mine's not delivering until November. That's what I want to know. Where'd but, you order it from? Um, oh, that's my, I, mean, I don't know. I think I ordered mine from Entertainment Earth. Yeah, it's your, it's I ordered. Ringside. I got mine from Ringside, and the the reasoning behind that was because I wanted. This is before you had told me about Entertainment Earth, and I think a couple other people have told me about, uh, like Megalopolis and and some other shit that you know I never. Well, toy Wiz, man, that shit's fucking. You talk about hired and draft pussy. That shit's fucking sitting up on the moon. Oh wow, but yeah. So when uh when I got the Ringside order, they do this thing where. They ship you unless you want to pay shipping twice. Like they ringside is going to get their money from you. If you want to like the Becky two belts was available, but I had to wait for EO Shirai to come unless I wanted to pay two shipping prices and tags for it. So see, I think uh, mine's coming with Cena's ultimate figure. So I think that might be why it's a little delayed too. Um, because it's coming as a double pack also with one minute, but, um, correction stat boy here. 
Uh, September 18th is the release of Battleground. So you still got about a week and a half. Okay. Uh, the, the Ultimate Edition, Becky, it is nice. It's, it's, put it like this, it's nicer than I thought it was looking at it, but I still had to order it because of what it was. But it's still not like the accuracy of her face is nowhere near where Eos is. Like it looks like Eva Marie. It, it really does. Like there's one, she's got one where her, she's got the braid going down the side of her head, and the other one, she's got all of her hair just out. The one where her hair's long, it looks like Eva Marie. I know people don't want to hear this, but I can go for an Eva Marie Elite figure right now. Put that up on, put that up on calm, the Calm down, JR. Wow, that's not what I, wow, okay. Did you hear him last night? <laughs> yeah, I did, I. Have you heard My his God. ass every night? Holy shit, God. Calm you know, down, JR. Far be it for us to talk about somebody, you know, commenting on the female anatomy, but we're not at, we don't get paid by a multi-billion dollar company and on TV. Hey man, you know we're, I mean? we're also not old enough to be the granddaddy. I mean, yeah. just, just be honest here. Some of us got draws older than energy. <laughs> <laughs> Them things is thinging respectfully. Oh, I guess. What did he say? Uh, I think it was a wardrobe malfunction, or was that Something wishful like that. thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Jr. just put it out there. Even Shivani, who's a known like pervert on his podcast, was like, "Damn, Jr., you might want to fucking pump the brakes a little bit, dog." Here, but, Jr., uh, sit back and eat this barbecue real quick. <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into all out uh, probably in the second segment. Um, but also, Marty, we had some some new boot to the face stuff come out. Uh, Tell gonna, me about that. So we're going to start doing streams on Sportscaster. Uh, we did the first one yesterday. I, I had to ride solo because Marty, his busiest time of the year is every AEW pay-per-view. So Talkamania, uh, a partner of ours, uh, a co-podcast conglomerate over at Full Press Coverage, they normally do pre- and post-shows for WWE. I, think, uh, but I now, think you can go as far as saying, I mean, put them, put us, fucking two-man power trip. It's just called the two-show power trip. I'm just going to say. We're obviously Austin with the championship. And, you know. Well, we're damn sure in Triple H. They're Triple H with the IC title. Just saying. That, that's just how it goes. Yeah, but they last a lot longer than we do. And we end up leaving early with injuries. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I like that. Uh, <laughs> Triple H is still around. Stone Cold sitting on a fucking ranch somewhere. He got a lot of money though. He's on the ranch. He's sitting in a brewery right now. He's drinking beer. Yeah, maybe I'm we are. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think I'm fine with that too. Um, but Talkamania, ourselves, Crossbody, uh, Evan Gomez, we're all gonna start streaming some extra content over on Sportscaster. You go to sportscaster.com without an E at the end of caster, and you type in FPC Wrestling. There's a whole page that's got all of us up there. What we do is we stream. You can come in. You can chat. Uh, you can send texts in. Texas. You can send text in. You and there's even a call in feature, which I love. So what Marty and myself are thinking of doing, if you're listening to this, let us know. We normally record about twelve o'clock Eastern time, right, Marty? That's our normal recording time. Yep. So about twelve o'clock Eastern time on Sundays with football coming up, we're like your pregame show. Damn right. We can fucking record. At 12 o'clock, go live on Sportscaster. We can rip the audio and post a regular uh, boot-to-the-face episode from it. But the difference is we can take calls like we used to back in the blog talk days. We can take live chat if people are listening or watching. And we can take text messages. 
so you can be a part of the show. We can interact with you as we're doing this, which I think will be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. And again, well, you're sitting there drinking your whiskey and your Cowboys cup and me sitting drinking a Bloody Mary, getting ready for the you know football game because here it's breakfast time. Just saying. You know, got to have that Sunday brunch, get the game started, and, you know, talk about the Packers winning, the Cowboys losing, do what we do. And shout out to Ian, uh, the guy that runs the show over at Full Press. I looked at the template that he gave us with all the logos everywhere. There's a damn, there's a scroll at the bottom with all kind of information that's going through. I mean, it's 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 a good setup, man. Yeah, to go with that, like I'm not gonna lie, I've been talking to people for years on how to get that shit done and done it right, and I've been trying to get familiar with OBS for for months. Because uh, that's, that's what we use for the Nerd Talk show. And I know Trivia Man, or Talk Mania uses it too. Um, I can't get that shit straight. It doesn't, I just, you know what? I'm not, that's not where my my uh, my expertise lies. So I'm, thank you, Ian, for getting that together because that shit looks legit. Yeah. And we, and another shout out we got to give Jason Wolf, um, Jason Wolf Art, who did our newest logo. And it looks so clean and crisp and just. You mean two years later and we finally got like an, an official logo done for I us. think we're sticking with this one for a long time. I mean, we've had logos. For, we had, we've had some really good logos. But I don't want to shit on the people that did our logo. No, they before. were fantastic and they were yeah. great. Um, but and, this, like, you know, we, those are people, we, we friends we met, we reached out to, and then we had them do some great work for us. Um but yeah, this is the first time like we've had like this is this is a, an awesome logo for us for to like a template and um like our first logo was we just you know modified my the wife did this shit on like paint yeah you know and we just paint modified the Wolfpack logo on that so you know but I don't know like, we've had some we've had some damn good logos before and I think this is a pretty awesome one so Jason Wolf look him up on Twitter uh easy guy to work with Marty and myself are not. At least I, I don't want to speak for you, Marty. I'm not creative at all. Like I can say, hey, this is this is our attitude. This is our personality. Can you do something with it? This is the name of the show. This is what we talk about. So he sent a couple ideas over. Then he sent the sketch over. And I'm not an artist. So when I look at the sketch, I'm like, Ugh. and then I kind of I read what he said. And so when I read what he said underneath it, I kind of put the two and two together. I'm like, OK, I get it. So we went with the design, the first design that he came up with. And when he sent it back, like I was blown away. There was a couple of little like changes we wanted to make to it. But then at the end of all of it, he sent us all of them. He sent us like four or five different versions of the logo. One of them you can find on fullpressshop.com. You can get it on a t-shirt. You can get it on a coffee mug. You can get a, a coronavirus mask, like, fullpressshop.com and you can get some talkamania merch you can get some fpc merch on there crossbody like there's a lot of stuff in that shop teespring does that um so we're yeah we're we're doing good and then we're gonna have a new shirt coming out at what a maneuver probably this week um with the newest logo on there from jason wolf and like i said i i fucking love it i'm gonna get a hoodie because it's almost hoodie season out here marty ah i'm excited is that not fantastic like let's think about that I know we got some different different thoughts about fall here, but um, hoodies back, football's back. For me, pumpkin spice and some nice coffee and apple and hot ciders back. Um, I love that shit. I mean, this is my favorite time of year, from like middle to late September until uh, obviously I love Christmas and like that. But the, the fall season is absolutely my favorite part of the year. Um, I'm not a big Thanksgiving person, but like 
leading up to then. Because um, usually, like, back home, that's, that's usually when, like, the snow hits in, in Denver. Um, sometimes before that. I mean, I've had it hit as early as, like, the second week of September and be full-blown blizzard. Um, but, no, man, the fall season, it's especially in Colorado, the fall season is, like, the best season to be out there. Um, but out here, freaking finally cold. And it's 100, it's 100 plus right now this weekend. Like that's how hot this shit out out here is. It's bullshit. Well, so basically an oven because isn't like half of California still on fire? Pretty much. There's a new fire too. Just started yesterday, I believe. Um, California always on fire. There's just too much shit, man. It's too dry. Yeah, it's too dry, and then shit just catches on fire. We need no rain. We get all this fire, but no rain. We need to take a big ass saw and just cut the border of California and like shove them off into the ocean. If they end up in damn Hawaii somewhere, you know, it is what it is. But I mean, not with y'all on it. Obviously, we bring everybody in. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We're, you know, <laughs> transfer y'all to the other states. We're going to transfer y'all to the other 47 states. Clearly, we were going to get rid of the one. Yeah, clearly, we were going to evacuate first. Basically, we we're just going to have the rock come in and actually, like, cut the, the fault line in half and just say, hey, or all right. Cut, you know, cut, start cutting from, like, Washington and go all the way down. Just cut the whole coast. Just make a whole yeah. new coast. But they don't. From now on, Nevada's Vegas is going to be on the coast now. Don't cut the end of it and then just, like, push the top of it and let it flip around and, and connect to the outside of Mexico and just move it down there. So, so basically, Baja, California just becomes California. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You, you I bet you didn't know you was gonna get a goddamn geography lesson. <laughs> Boot to the face episode one oh three, did you? <laughs> oh shit. One oh three, that's that advanced class right there. One oh one. You got that advanced session right now. We we we're fucking seventeen minutes in, Marty. Tell people where they can find us. It's like we've never done this before. I mean, you know, we, I, I like the fact that we don't do it right off the bat because if you're already listening to us, you're already here. Uh, but so now that you've already hooked your friends in, shared it, and already threw those clips out there for people to listen to us, uh, you can go ahead and find us anywhere you download your podcast, iTunes, Google, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker's our home. You can also find us at fullpresscoverage.com. Um, you can find us, like like Rucker said, at whatamaneuver.net, search boot to the face, um, Instagram, boot to the face underscore, Twitter, boot to the face. And one day we will have that boot to the face just flat out on Instagram. I don't care what I have to do. It's going to happen. Um, but other than that, yeah, download us, yeah, like Instagram. us, retweet us, share us, and have fun with us, man. That's what we are. That's what we do. And thank you for what you do to listen to us. Is Zuckerberg in charge of Instagram? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I believe he is. I'm going to email him. Say, bro. Like he's gonna he gonna email him and then he's like, Oh, Chris Rucker, Chris Rucker. Oh, you're part of all these pages. Okay, yeah. Banned. Banned. Oh wow. He's gonna yeah, I probably would it's get right, it's, 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 it's Zuckerberg. I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna tell just, him. Just look, say your say your name is Chris well Winklevoss and like hey bitch. So look, I on. to the face like we do a fucking podcast on a sports radio network. We got all these downloads. We got all this shit going on. We got all this momentum. And you got some asshole over here on Instagram. With that won't zero post, posts. With zero, zero followers. Post, nothing. He doesn't even do anything with it. And he won't give us the goddamn handle. Like, how stupid is that all of our stuff is boot to the face? And then on this one thing, we got to have an underscore at the end of it. Come on, Zuckerberg. Your shit ain't Zuckerberg underscore Mark or Mike or whatever the fuck your first name is. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna draft that shit up as soon as we get off of here. It sounds like make a, a good idea. Hey Siri, make a note to email Mark Zuckerberg. 
Siri said who? Uh, <laughs> I, you know back. what? I'm, I'm not gonna lie though. Look, he's got he's got no followers, right? But he's got six. He's following six pages, and I mean, the guy's got style. I guess I can't, can't give him that. Are you sure you didn't make that drunk one night and don't remember? <laughs> oh shit! Where's my login? Where's my login? <laughs> Password. Marty just showed me a picture of who that guy's following. Uh, yeah, that seems like some Marty shit right there. Oh damn! But what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we will get into WWE Payback, the Universal Champion, a breakup of a tag, a breakup of two tags teams this week on the female roster, and we will talk about AEW All Out. On Boot to the Face, episode 103. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez, Boot to the Face, episode 103. Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast. Marty, if we were drinking, we'd be drinking right now because I just mentioned Santana Garrett. Can we just give a shout out to Santana Garrett? Always. Is she not the most like likable fucking person on social media? Seriously, like everything about she just seems cool as hell, bubbly, and energetic, and always positive. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people who are just posting and whatever, but she's oh, it doesn't matter when she makes a post or what she's posting about, whether it's her workout, whether it's wrestling, whether it's COVID testing, mandatory testing for work, or it looks fantastic. all her stuff. It's just she's always oh, positive. About, okay, never mind. <laughs> you know? My bad. Um. But no, man, she reaches out to the fans. She interacts with them. Um, yeah, dude, always got to give a shout out to Santana Garrett. Be nice if she gave us a shout out instead of. I mean, she did put us on her story last week. Privately shouting us out. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's to you, Santana Garrett. This week we had. Um, Oh, the, the sportscaster show. I had another note about that. So far, that thing's got like 2.5 thousand views on it. There weren't that many. There was only like 30 to 40 people in the chat at the time. But apparently, the views on it have gone up completely. So I, th- I think we're going to like that, Marty. I like it. I dig it. I'm down. I, and you know what? Here's the thing. Just the two big shows that they do is the only two shows that I'm not going to be able to do right away. Obviously, they do All Out on Labor Day. They do Double Nothing Memorial Day. Um, they do other shows. We'll be fine. And there's other events that we're going to do. I'm telling you right now, Wrestle Kingdom, fuck it, put our name down. We're there. doesn't matter. Do you want a Climax Supercard? Boom. We're there. We're both of them. It's going to happen. We're, we got that shit, man. And so on that, G1 Climax is about to start. We're about to get that shit going. I've been talking to J-Bomb about this, and they, they mostly do post-shows. They don't too much fuck with pre-shows. And I was telling him that you can't do AEW stuff, so we may have to try something else if we're going to do pre-shows and he was like they only do pre-shows for the top four wwe events and his idea was maybe we get like a four-man pre-show group for like the top four and make like a mega show for that one so i don't i don't we'll obviously have to work out the logistics of all that if that's if we want to do that and i know this is obviously behind the valid rope you're talking a little production on tv on radio uh but that's cool, man. If that's the case, like we know the big fours, we know them ahead of time. That's the kind of stuff that I can like. Hey, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking it, putting it for that day off. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna lie. Usually, I do for like the big four. Uh, like re- either I leave, plan to leave early on those days, or like WrestleMania, I take off. You know, Survivor. So if the events come right nearby, I'll take it off. But 
uh, Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Those are some events that I take off already. So I have no – that would be fantastic. I'm down for that. If they ever open the world back up, Marty, we'll be able to do that WrestleMania one. Live. In person. From Hollywood. Yeah. Talking about, oh, here's the red carpet, and there's Dwayne The Rock Johnson walking in so he can go kick Roman Reigns' ass. Just saying. I don't know about that kicking Roman Reigns' ass part. I mean, Speaking of Roman Reigns, he is your new WWE Universal Champion. He's got a new attitude. He's got a new uh, guy talking for him. You know, as as the segment was happening on SmackDown, Marty, I was like, come on, Roman. Don't just stand there and be Brock Lesnar 2.0 while Paul Heyman talks shit, you know. And then it got further and further into it, and he kept looking at the camera, and he would, like, step towards the camera and shit. And I was like, hold on, it's kind of working. And then he started talking, and I was like, eh, I think you lost me. And then by the end of it, I was like, okay. And then he ran into my boy Jay Uso backstage, who was extremely happy to see him. And I hey, was like, "I'm ba- you back on oh, the love." Oh, oh my heart! Yeah. Have you ever cheered for somebody to win a match? Jay Uso was in a four way match because Big E got taken out. The winner got the number one contender and will fight Roman Reigns at Clash of Champions. Have you ever cheered for somebody during a match and then when they won, you're like, "Fuck." Yes, that's the seriously like the whole time. You're so excited for him. Like he's got his moment. He's got it. He's going to do it. He's going to go for the championship for the first time in Uso history. And you're like, motherfucker's going to get his ass. Man, like he's going to be sitting there next to Jimmy and Jimmy's going to be helping him cope through it all because he's going to be depressed and hurt. And they're both going to be coming back in about six months with each other. It's going to be like, oh, man. Come on, y'all. Attitude towards him, no, like, that's just some dickhead shit. He's right? Like, I bet it's, your brother would win it. <laughs> it's definitely you do it by yourself. It's definitely like the hey man, I know, I know, I know your mom and dad are out of town so you're staying with you this weekend, but like don't touch my shit, dog. Like, don't play my video games. Yeah. Don't play on my toys. Don't fucking even lay on my bed. Just sit in the corner of the beanbag, dude. You know what? Don't even sit on my beanbag. Go sit on the floor. Two things. Oh, Jimmy's here? Okay, well, well, Jimmy can hang out, but I guess well, I guess he can chill with us, Jay. Two things about this uh, thing that I'm I'm not feeling. One, Marty, we've talked about it a million times on here. We've wanted Roman to go heel and join up with the Usos and have a faction for the longest time. That clearly isn't happening because Roman's going to kill Jay Uso at Clash of Champions. The other thing... I don't like how they got Jay Uso acting like a excited little kid. You know what right? I mean? Like, like what happened six months Uso ago? Exactly six months ago, the, the Usos chain turned and they were full blown heel and they didn't give a shit. And now it's he's like, you know what? He's fucking Ronda Rousey right now. He's all giddy and oh my god, Roman's back and it's my cousin and Uso. Let's, let's, let's go get a steak. Let's go get a steak afterwards. Yeah. Let's go get a I mean, steak. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's funny while it's happening. But then after you get done laughing and you look at it, you're like, damn, man, they got him clowning up like hell. And Roman's going to kill him. And now Roman's pretty much like how the Usos were. And they're like how Roman was. Or Jay Usos like how Roman was. I don't know. I'm just, I wish it was more serious and he wasn't so gullible thinking that it's just going to be a straight up match. Like, how do you not see the writing on the wall? That Roman's <laughs> right. They, they're, they're feeding you, bro. Like, yeah. they're, they're feeding you to him. It's just, In all honesty, I thought Roman was going to attack him at the end of the match. I did, too. I, I And especially, like, when he, like, towards the end, he was almost done. And then you see him glance to the right. And you're like, oh, shit. And, and then it just ended. I'm, oh, all right, then. Uh, breakups, Marty. Speaking of family drama, 
and breakups. We had two colossal breakups this weekend, Marty. It One was, of them, you could say, was iconic. Did we really get that on time? I hope the timing picked that up on the recording because that was damn near perfect. Oh, um, uh, was, we weren't even—I wasn't even looking at the fucking screen either to even know when it was happening. We had the Iconics breakup on Monday Night Raw. If if they didn't win, then they. I'm sorry. It was them versus Liv Morgan and uh, what's the other girl's name? Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. The winner got a shot at the tag titles. The loser had the breakup. And the winner of the match was Ruby Riot. And. I will remember you. And it's the end of an era, Marty. The second ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions won the titles at WrestleMania from Sasha and Bayley. What a tie-in that is. We're going to pour out a little coffee this morning for the Iconics, Peyton Royce, and Billy Cakes. The Iconics are no more, Marty. How are you feeling about this? What do you think is going to lead to? I'm hoping it's going to lead to Peyton getting her a, a singles push. Um, unfortunately, what what it leads to is it leads to Billy Kay not either not being on TV or being a jobber that doesn't really even get those matches. She's going to be in the Battle Royal, but I think Peyton Royce is about to get a little push. Um, do I see her as a champion? No, but I see her becoming in the title picture eventually, and probably not too far off, but. Uh, I think it was kind of kind of um, symbiotic, symbolic, symbolic at the end, you know, at Raw, Raw Underground, the fact that she just kind of tossed her into the ring. You it know what I mean? Good, it was good that Peyton was the one to do that because the no, last exactly. time was that's what I mean. Like that's, shit out of her. that's basically what I mean. Like she just basically tossed her out to the wolves. And said, yeah, this is what's going to happen. Like you, I'm the one going to go forward. And hey, you had your shot. You had you, go go get your ass beat because I'm moving on. Boot to the Face episode 103. We're 30 minutes in. I won't be able to time edit this comment that I have, but it's episode 103. So we will be able to come back to this in five years. I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you that this is going to benefit Billy Kay much more than it is Peyton Royce at the end of the day. Really? Mm. Hmm. Yep. I think Billy Kay is going to be the more successful one of the group. The only reason why I can see that happen is because I can see her staying around longer. I think her comedic timing is fantastic. I think she's good in the ring. She's better than people. Horrible on the mic, though. Like, that's horrendous on the mic. I, I love her on the mic. I think she is fantastic. I love. Are you joking me? Like I love her accent is so much more like noticeable than Peyton Royce's is for some reason. Um, I just I she's I got love- that screechy Vicky Guerrero voice. And how long did Vicky Guerrero last? I, oh, wait, I she's still in wrestling. I didn't say that she wasn't going to last a long time. I'm just saying. I, I think she's going to. I think this is going to work out better for her. Everybody's predicting Peyton Royce to be like this huge thing. And don't get me wrong, like she's cute. Like that's why everybody likes Peyton Royce. Let's be honest. Everybody likes Peyton Royce because they think she's hotter than Billy Kay. And you pick the hotter one out of both of them because honestly, they don't stand apart that much when it comes to in-ring and on the microphone. 
I just like Billy Kay's attitude on the mic better. They're about equal in the ring. She's a little bit bigger than Peyton Royce, not as far as like mass, but like height and stuff like that. So she, she'd be more believable against somebody like Charlotte or trying to fight Nia Jax than Peyton Royce would be. I just think this is going to work out for, if, if she keeps her, if she doesn't buy into the bullshit and she's like, fuck this, like I'm just as good as she is and goes forward. I think this will work out better for her than it will Peyton Royce. Sounds good. Fair enough. Look back at that. Uh, you uh, mentioned them or you mentioned one of them right now before we get to the next breakup, cause it's kind of all entwined. Uh, can we talk about how like the partnership with the new tag team champions, Nia Jax and, Shayna Baszler, are they not the female version of the two man power trip? I mean, yeah, just, like, just no, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're like that level. I'm just saying the fact of like, oh, you gonna do that? All right, well, let me do this and let me get the win this week. This is how I'm gonna get the win. And I like I like Nia Jax's comment. Like, yeah, it's easy for you to make both of them tap out when I beat them up the whole match, right. <laughs> which was the truth. Because right? that's what <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. They're uh, once they they're they're slamming against the the barrier, and once they got were on the same page of what they were doing there, I actually thought they were like slamming in each other on accident, and like, oh fuck, they're about to kill these girls. Yeah. Um, but once they got, I'm like, okay, this is I can dig it. If they were to do this every single week, whatever tag team they're swing, they're fighting and just swinging against the barrier, both of them at the same time. I can dig it. I I like that. Peering into the future, like who the hell's gonna be able to beat them? I have no idea. Oh, undisputed air, like who the hell are they gonna have to beat them? <laughs> Ain't nobody in the women's tag division gonna beat them. Heavy machinery, man. Heavy machinery is gonna cross over. Talker's gonna be like, hey, nah. oh, is that what he's catching hey, in playing nah. the check? Because he damn sure ain't cashing in on Roman Reigns. Like he's rethought the hell out of that. When Roman won, he put that damn thing in a lunchbox. He's like, I ain't cashing this in anytime soon, Tucky. Hey, 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 Roman, when when you when you lose his title, you let me know when you're gonna lose his title so I can know when to cash in, because that's who I want to cash in on. That's what I want to cash in on. Uh we talked about the iconics winning their tag titles at WrestleMania. The team that they took the titles from the golden role model, Sasha and Bailey, probably the best thing on WWE programming of the COVID era, the most consistent thing, the most entertaining thing. And now they are no more. Uh, People have been waiting on this. They claim it was drug out. I'm not going to lie. I watched SmackDown on delay and I got a message and I knew not to click the message and I ain't gonna call him. Well, yeah, I am. It Let's was that out. It was Dez from Talking Man, and it's not his fault. Like he didn't know, and he was just like, "Wow, Sasha and Bailey, huh? Finally." And I was like, "Motherfucker, Dez." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he said something like, "Sasha's gonna get her come. Sasha's gonna get her get back, and it's gonna make her a huge baby face." So that made me know who turned on who. And I'm not gonna lie, man. You know, I'm a huge Sasha fan. Like I love everything she does. She is so good at selling an ass whooping like that shit was getting uncomfortable after like the second or third time Bailey ragdolled her into the steps. Like I didn't even watch the rest of it because I knew there was no comeback coming. So, and she carried her out on the stretcher. So everybody can rejoice. It's finally here. The breakup of the golden role models. I don't know why everybody wanted this to happen so bad. I was enjoying it, but night of champions is looking like it's going to be a pretty big deal. You're gonna have Jay Uso versus Sasha ain't gonna win it then though. I'm just telling you right now. I don't even know she'll be back the way Bailey whooped her. Yeah, I, I, mean, for I saw an article this morning saying life threatening injury. I'm like, what the fuck? You're sound the shit out of that. All right. Um, 
but uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. And I'm not going to lie. I may be, I know I'm not in the majority here, but uh, I came out of that little breakup right there. I, I'm full-blown Team Bailey on this one. I like it. I like it. Bailey has turned me into a fan of her throughout this whole thing. Like I didn't like her first heel turn. I really didn't like the hugger Bailey at all. When she first got her Karen haircut, I thought it looked whack. She's bought into this character and she's just like when she got the rock music and she started acting crazy. Um I still don't like the the Karen haircut. Like you just I do. I just hold on. This is what this is hold on. She had the longer hair. And she always had like the side ponies, like the fucking Napoleon Dynamite Dead ponytail kind of thing going on. Um, like I just think she would have been more badass if she like just got rid of that sideish ponytail, and then when she was about to be a badass, just pulled it back up in a ponytail, but straight back. And I think she would have looked badass that way. Um, she, I think she, I think the Karen ponytail just kind of takes away a little bit of what she a badass that she could be. Nah, I like nah. it. I like it. I like I the love you, Karen. Uh, so I kind of like the Bailey haircut, the fact that she every week she will uh she'll go in and get a different word or phrase or whatever cut into the back of her head. Like we used to do that in the hood. When you get a fade, you get a little design in the top of it. I mean, I had the New York Knicks logo in my head a couple of times. Like that's a throwback. That's some gangster shit Bailey's doing. Like I like that. You wouldn't know nothing about that, Marcus. You weren't fucking puka shells back then. I would know about that. I didn't wear puka shells back then. At that point, but what got a Packers hat on? Because it's fucking football week, man. Yes, it is. Why you got a fucking cowboy shirt on? Because football starts next Sunday. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm sorry. Bailey and Sasha broke up. They're gonna fight. I can't even concentrate anymore. I just started thinking about football. Um, but this has been the biggest storyline in WWE. It finally happened. It was so random too, like. Everybody kept trying to predict when it happened. And I think WWE wore everybody down. And I think I even tweeted out, like, when the match was announced, I was like, WWE fans, this is when they're finally going to break up, like, sarcastically. And, of course, it did happen. So now I look like an asshole because they did break up. <laughs> I spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to spoil that shit. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Twitter needs a fucking edit button. I'm like, spoiler alert. Before we go to break, we're going to talk real quick on the news of a couple wrestlers with COVID or they got tested positive for COVID. First, AJ Styles was taken off TV. Um, did he announce it on his Twitch channel? Yeah, but he had it. A, he had it last month. He had a month ago. Is that why Vince uh, decided the I think third that's party why, shit? If I think so. That might be why. Yeah. Oh no! Well, I mean, that's not the 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 rumor is the reason why that came out was because of somebody's uh bang energy drink advertisement on her uh instagram page who lana man lana so what lana be doing her thing okay so here's the thing everybody when this this rumor came out everybody went and just immediately started shitting on wwe i think we need to all like be patient and wait on facts of stuff to come out because we're all not there so we don't know what it means not only that but i'm gonna be honest with you like do I think it's petty if this is the case? Absolutely. Do I think that Vince is wrong? Not one bit. Put it this way. These motherfuckers are on contract with the WWE are representing his company. Right. If I if I go sign if I put it this way, if I'm a doctor or like a researcher or a scientist and I fucking invent something and I do it during my work during my work research hours, guess what? 
the motherfucking company I work for gets credit for that because I used their time and their resources and in their facility. Guess what? They get credit for it. If my name, I think, you know what? The one, like, there's a couple things I saw. I was like, oh, well, he owns the name of the person behind it. I'm like, okay, I don't know about that, but I don't also know the dealings of the contracts. But right. if your name is AJ Styles and you're fighting under AJ Styles under contract for the WWE, guess what? They're making money off your name. They're paying you to you for that reason. And because of that, you're, yeah, you're going to, be a stand, uh, you know, model employee, and for their company, and you're going to be brand recognition for them, not for yourself. Unfortunately, that's just kind of what it is. You work for them, and you signed over your rights to basically use that name for your own personal gain. Again, we don't know the the particulars of what was said, what rules are put in place, but I will say this: like I work for a, a pretty big company, like the biggest company in my field in Georgia, right? I can't be on social media with my company's logo on my shirt and hat, like saying racial stuff or stuff that the company would be embarrassed by. Now, racial stuff and like stuff Lana, for example, does isn't the same thing, but you also don't want people representing your company making TikTok videos with a girl singing about her wet ass pussy in the background when you're a Lana make that video? company. I'm guessing she did. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Lana has danced around to Cardi B singing about her wet ass pussy. Her and Mandy Rose, probably. Marty, get off Twitter. <laughs> get off TikTok. <laughs> put, put your damn phone down. <laughs> you're the reason. <laughs> People like you are the reason why they can't do third so, parties. First of all, now. TikTok was, I don't think TikTok was one of the things I saw. I saw like Twitch. And cameo, yeah, and I can totally get the cameo too because why? Because they're using their name. Well, not only that, but the WWE has their meet and greets also. Yeah, well, I mean they don't now. It's COVID. Well, now I know, but they well they don't. They still did it for SummerSlam. They did the virtual Mm -hmm. ones, but still, you know what I mean. I know, I know, but like the WWE has their meet and greets. So basically, here's the way. You know, if they're going to be doing these meet and greets with those names, and the WWE's not getting kickback on that shit, guess what? If I'm the boss, I'm coming down on that shit too. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay four hundred dollars for fucking Joe Annoy or whatever his however you say his last name to give me a shout out. Like I want to hear, hey, this is Roman, Roman Reigns, the big dog, your WWE Universal Champion. I want to hear, hey guys, it's Joe. Uh, you probably know me from television uh, on on a TV show that you like. I, 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 I participate. I'd like to say hello. My, my cousin, my cousin's Dwayne Johnson. If you didn't know who that was, yeah, who 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 is known also in a television show that I do. Um, but thank you for your four hundred bucks and, and, and fantastic day. Look at the Rock. Look at the Rock. Yes, he goes by the Rock because he got he whatever. owns his name though. exactly. But even before that, when he first started on acting, and he and it was WWE Studios. He was still going by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, now he just goes by Dwayne Johnson because WWE. He was working under contract with these movies with WWE still behind it. So he has still had to have the rocks name in there because he was still bringing notoriety and vision and to the, the WWE product, same concept. And let me say this, we are not defending WWE. If they made it to where you're going to get fired or fine. If you don't, you, turn can't, it do, you can't make money outside the company. That's right. definitely not what we're saying. Like I said at the beginning of this, we don't know the particulars of what was said, but I completely understand you wanting people in a public eye 
that represents your company not to do stuff that's going to look bad on it when you're a publicly traded company. Like I get that, but I also get there's things that you can and can't tell somebody like you can't tell somebody, Hey, you can't go have a part-time job, but I will say that I have worked for companies that have told you, you can't go get a part-time job. And if you get caught doing it, you will be fired. So maybe you can't, so like, it, I don't know what we no, no. It, it goes through that though. It's a conflict of interest. I can't go get a job somewhere, a part-time job somewhere else doing the same shit I do at my job. Yeah. I just can't, I'll lose my job. Same with like my last company. If I, I had when I got promoted to store man, assistant store manager, I had to sign my contract. And even when I, if I got fired, if I quit, if I left the company, it didn't matter. I couldn't go work for a competitor for you know that because or I couldn't even get a part time job at that point doing something. So say like I was you know I was working home improvement company. Well, I couldn't go do technically by contract i couldn't go do like a foreign i couldn't be a foreign contractor or work for a foreign company and do foreign because we sold those products because of conflict of interest so you you know you just couldn't do that shit right more covid news uh the rock announced this week that him and his family wife and two kids both just uh all four recently recovered i'm gonna say this my wife is upstairs now like she's starting to feel better she's taken two tests so far uh, the first test came back negative. Both of mine have come back negative. She's been quarantined. This shit ain't no joke. Like she's been down for the count like four weeks now, and she's finally starting to feel better. But if she has it, which we're pretty sure she does, she's got all the symptoms. Uh, funny thing, not necessarily funny, but we both went and took our test Thursday. She got her results back Friday night, I think they came back, but she couldn't log into it. And then when she did log into it, there was nothing there. So it said text here for your results. And then she texted them and it's like, your results aren't ready yet, even though they told her her results were ready. So then mine came in yesterday and it was negative. Hers still haven't come back yet. So talking about getting, funny. Yeah. That's she's funny as a motherfucker falling on his neck. <laughs> she's <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> she's well, getting, we'll get to that. She's getting a little frustrated, but she is. Yeah, Ron, I would be too. She's got, she's so, got every right to be. Fuck yeah. She is starting to feel better though. So hopefully she's kicking it, whatever it is, and and we'll be back to normal here in about a week. But the Rock said they were going through it's gonna, it. Like it's gonna come back that she she really isn't sick up there. She's playing it off just because she wanted some time to just isolate herself from from all your bullshit. She got it. She's like, oh fuck, Chris is home for two weeks. How do I how do I well, not deal with that? Wouldn't bullshit? be for two weeks if she wasn't sick. Oh damn. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? If he's home, he can deal with Layla for school, and I can just sit in the back. I tell you what, going up there, like when I open the door, it's fucking like awful. But she does get to sit there and watch Shamar Moore all day, every day on Criminal Minds. <laughs> I think I think he's like whatever remedy she needed is kind of helping, like better than warm tea. Uh, so. The Rock and his family had it. They got over it. We're late for break, Marty. Uh, you got anything you want to add to The Rock getting COVID? Um, can we just talk about how the motherfuckers are super, like, just metahuman for the fact that doesn't look like, any, doesn't look like anything even happened to some bitch. Like, oh, yeah, I had COVID. Out. It was like, I, had, I had sniffles. Sniffles. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm the fucking Rock. It, I, it's like those, those memes were like, oh, COVID uh, is our... Uh, Chuck Norris got COVID. Now COVID's in quarantine. It's the same shit. The fucking COVID hit him at the rock and said, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. 
I like his video at the end. He's like, yeah, so make sure you're working out and taking your vitamins and everything. Get your immunity system built up. I'm like, watch this motherfucker come out with like a multivitamin in like four months and say that that's the reason why he beat COVID's ass because he wakes up every morning at 4 a.m. and works out. Guess what? I'd do that, too, if I had a fucking gym in my house. Rock. But I don't. So I'm fat. Go fuck yourself. Glad you're feeling better, Rocky. Favorite be like WWE wrestler of all time. The Rock's like health pebble. <laughs> the Rock's health pebble. The multi pebble. The people. <laughs> the people's multivitamin. The people's multivitamin. There you go. Yeah, we'll go break on that. Boot to the face episode one hundred and three. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Boot to the face episode one hundred and three. We got a little bit more news to get to, and then we're going to talk about all out from last night. Uh, Marty, you got in here. Tamatonga reigns Tama Island. I'm guessing Tamatonga said something on social media that you want to talk about. Well, just he just did as simple as that. I mean, you heard how Roman Reigns in his free promo talk about his island, right? You mentioned that in his promo on Friday night. Well, Tamatonga yard. Tamatonga's podcast is Tama's Island. So he just threw it out there. Hey, man, you get your yard. How about? Thomas Island, come on, come on to Thomas Island over here. Um, just the I don't know if it's in my two the podcast or or if he was calling them out for gimmick infringement. You know, it's something. You know, Thomas has been vocal with Roman Reigns over the last few years. Um, Who do you think would win a real fight between Roman Reigns and Tom Tonga? I think Tom Tonga will fuck him up. Are you serious? I think so. I think Tom Tonga's got that scrappiness to him. I don't know if you know much about Roman Reigns, but I do. He's not as corporate as I know. WWE no, I know, but here's the thing: who? Hold on, hold on. When you when you go out, there's one thing you you learned when you were younger and growing up in a you know small town. You don't fuck with the tweaker because the tweaker's got tweaker strength. Okay, I'm not saying that Thomas is a tweaker. I'm yeah. just saying the put this way: if I go go run into Jay Briscoe somewhere. I'm not getting in the fucking fight with that guy because who knows the scrappiness that guy's. Saying Tama Tonga looks like a guy who's going to be very resourceful to his surroundings and his needs, and I don't know, man. I just he's not as he just has the edge to him. I get Roman's got different doesn't have that edge because he's you know he's going to look a little more clean cut, but I don't know, okay. dude. I think that, I think Tama would just be a little. Uh, I think he's got some things secrets that he'd be sleeping out there, and then like, oh, that's right, motherfucker. I just did that shit. Damn right. One thing I've learned come growing up where I've grown up, you don't fuck with the quiet guy. That you don't fuck true. with the motherfucker that, that just you talk shit and they just give you a look like, all right, keep that shit up. And then you wake up like 40 minutes later. Like, what the hell happens? It's like you kept talking shit and that motherfucker hit you with a haymaker and then he walked <laughs> off and continued on with his day. That's I'm not going to deny that because I was the quiet guy growing up. So I know exactly how that goes. I'm just saying. So I don't know. It'd be, I don't it'd, be, know. It'd, be, it'd be a damn good, interesting matchup, though. I can tell you that right now. And you know, from everything we've heard, them Samoan boys came up fighting like all of them. I mean, Jay, Jay Uso even said it on Talking Smack the other night. Like him and Roman used to fight in the front yard for real as family members, and Roman used to beat him up. Dude, that was a shit. I'm not gonna lie. Like my cousin and I, 
we used to like put the gloves on and box in the kitchen. Like it was a perfect square kitchen. And we was to put a box on this fucking box in the kitchen while the family watched on. And all these all the motherfuckers get drunk playing drinking games. And we're in the bo- middle of the kitchen with boxing gloves on, having actual box- boxing matches and rounds. We could do an on. entire episode of like growing up with cousins and stuff, like all the shit that we got into when I was younger. Uh, we don't have time for it today, but I definitely got some stories of stuff like, hell, I could probably get a couple of my cousins to come on the podcast and talk about it. Um, Brock Lesnar is a free agent now. Is he? About a week ago, it was reported that he's no longer under contract. About a week ago, I got a text from uh, Josh from the Irish Whip saying he's trying to buy a Brock Lesnar t-shirt. And he's like, all the shit is gone. So I immediately go to WWE website and look, and he's still on their Raw roster. I don't know if he is now. Um, And then about three or four days later, it comes out that he didn't get his contract extended. He's thinking about going back to UFC, the whole nine. So well, yeah, why not? It's you know, and like ain't no names like John Jones there anymore. John Jones called him out the other night. Said I, I beat your ass, bro. It was actually I saw an article yesterday that said that John Jones, Brock Lesnar could be a thing to get them both back in the ring. I'm like what the shit? Fuck? They ain't got to go to UFC. They can come to my backyard and fight. <laughs> Enjoy that one ain't on steroids. Or you don't have to get tested for steroids, and one you don't get tested for coke. So why not? We got really good medical facilities like 10, 10 minutes from my house up here. You'll be fine. Who do you think will win that fight, John Jones and Brock Lesnar? He's in so, the alumni section. I know. That's why the hell's Booker T there? Booker T's not on that's that, that's anymore. but he's still part of but he's still on WWE TV though. Oh well that doesn't mean shit then. Because Booker T said that's under current superstars. Yeah, Booker T's definitely not a current superstar. So they just have. Well, no, but he's he's current talent though. I think that's what it means. Yeah, but Brock's a free agent. Uh, Everybody wanted to see him be the wild card yesterday. That didn't happen. Um, I saw you post that too. I saw you post his pick out there somewhere. Did I? Yeah, some like gift or something like that. Post Brock Lesnar. I think I was being sarcastic about something. Oh, okay. That works. Uh, I, I did post a tweet yesterday on my personal account that got uh, a lot of feedback on it. It was, you know, the guy in the mirror with the clown makeup on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is how you look about to tell me that the young bucks are better than the Usos. <laughs> and was, there were some people that did not like it. And there's a lot of people that agreed with me. Uh, uh, I don't, I've never thought the, the young bucks are better than the Usos. But Usos have always been my favorite tag team. Um, I've I, but I do love the Young Bucks, and I think yeah. they, worldwide what they've done is leaps and bounds. What anybody, else. I, I would say, what they've done for more tag team wrestling is more than anybody else, but it doesn't mean they're the best tag team. What they've um, done is take advantage of Marky Marks way better than any other tag team ever has around the world. Well, yeah, they're yeah almost I'm like, not gonna deny that, like the tag team version of Matt Cardona. I'm, but I mean, what they've done in Ring of Honor, ROH, or uh. Uh, AEW, not so much there, but New Japan, yeah, I mean, you could talk about that, but I mean, they did what they did there because they were, you know, the one of, if not the best tag teams in the organizations. It's not, it's not, you know, um, there's always, I think there's always a tag team that was better than them. Obviously, I think the Briscoes were a better tag team than the Bucks, and I think GOD was a better tag team than them, but what the Bucks did. Um, for tag teams worldwide, I think is above anybody else. But the Usos, absolutely. And speaking of list of tag teams and but them, uh, I know I gave you some shit the other day because you posted something about fucking young bucks being on the bottom of the barrel, and you had other people on top of them. I don't know what the shit that was. Fuck FTR. Anyways, continue. 
Would you like to talk about All Out? Sure, why not? <laughs> AEW had their mega show last night. The third rendition of it. The first one was All In. I mean, it was a mega. It was a mega show. It, it's their their quote unquote WrestleMania. It was, I mean, a, I mega, you know. it was a mega dynamite. Oh wow! I'll, I'll say this before we get into it, and I'm not going to shit on the show completely because. So all AEW, you all, all you AEW marks, don't pull them to knives. They'll let them claws settle back in there. Relax. We're not going to shit on AEW. We're both AEW fans here, so calm the fuck down. Don't get out of out of your britches yet. Just calm down. Take a breather and listen. I'm going to say this to lead into it. You know how when you say, I don't mean any disrespect by this. This is pretty much my version of that. <laughs> don't AEW. take any offense, but <laughs> no, motherfucker. The second you say don't take offense, I'm fucking taking offense. Look, I don't mean to sound racist, but. Not to be rude, but. <laughs> I don't do this often, but. Yeah. Oh, man. That was my favorite when a girl used to say that. Oh, uh, well. Never mind. <laughs> well, the show just came to a screeching halt. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to lead with this. I think AEW has put out consistently really good content through the COVID era. They have adjusted to fans not being in the crowd. They have made it look bigger and seem more important. But last night, man, it just did not work. For I think last night was the first time they really missed Having a crowd. One of the most special things about an AEW show, not just the pay-per-view, but a show, but especially the pay-per-view, is the crowd reaction. Like AEW's crowd is magic, especially during those big shows. I, I went to All In. One of the coolest things I've ever experienced in my life was after Cody and Nick Aldis got introduced and the match is about to start, there's like 20 seconds of just electricity running through that building. That's what AEW shows bring. It's a different feel. It's a different vibe than WWE. Absolutely. Like the last time like, that we had that in WWE was Rock Hogan. Like, just think that like, you know, that was that kind of moment. And they missed. This was the first time I have seen them miss that atmosphere that, uh, that everything about the AEW fan base, they really missed it last night. And they've had pay-per-views in the COVID era. I think they had one a few months ago. And it didn't seem as flat as this one, but this one just did not work for me. There was just there's a there's a lot of good stuff, but there's just a lot of 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 stuff they, that they I, did some things that they were trying to do. It looked like they were trying to do that was different for them, and it didn't pay off. Starting the the show with what they started was a horrible decision. Just right there, it's a, you, you you don't you know you don't go to WrestleMania and have that kind of match start off the mat. You have a, an electrifying match to get you going and pumped up, and that was not it whatsoever. I mean, just put it this way: Britt Baker does nothing for me. You, know, you put her in a wrestling match, and it, it draws no attention for me to want to watch that. That and, match. and the fact to do it as a cinematic match was ridiculous. Okay, see, now I'm going to disagree with you because I loved it. I love the cinematic part to it. I loved all the comedy. I love the ending. I love Rebels' involvement in it. Um, but I think it could have been on Wednesday. I don't think this was something that you put on your main show. But then again, you know, we had the fucking Firefly Funhouse match. We had the the Boneyard match. We had, you but know, those were those. The swamp matches and, and shit like see, that. And like, the swamp we, match was shit. 
Yeah. But but the boneyard match was not, and the the Firefly Funhouse was something different, and what it meant. Like the fact that it was about with John Cena, it was basically like them shitting on John Cena the whole time. Yeah, and a different. I, uh, this yeah, it's just a, it was their first attempt at a cinematic match, and it really didn't. No, they did the the stadium stampede match. That was cinematic. Um. But I guess the reason they couldn't do it in the middle, I was just sitting there thinking what well, they could do later in the show, but I forgot they had the Matt Hardy and Guevara match, which we'll talk about. But I, I like the match. I You're right. I don't think you start a pay-per-view out like that, but I like the match. I think uh, a few of the matches I really, I don't know, man. I just, I was sitting there and I was laying down playing on social media throughout most of the pay-per-view until Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa's match started. Then I put my phone down and I sat up and I paid attention. But before that, they didn't have my attention at all. I don't even remember what matches came before that. But if you got the card in front of you, you want to pull. Yeah, the- I mean, we'll I'll talk about the ones you want to talk about because we don't have much time left. I mean, we had the Young Bucks, and I I thought that was a good match. Um, but I'm a Bucks fan, so um, and I and I kind of like. Um, I'm not a big fan of uh, Jungle Boy. Um. But I like Luchasaurus, and so that that was that was a good match. I thought it was a decent match. I didn't think it was a great match, but it was entertaining. The ending um, of the two tag matches, I did not like at all. You're telling me you got a fucking dinosaur, and he can't stop Nick Jackson from breaking up the pin. He's standing there like they're about to get counted. They're about to win the match, and he can't stop Nick Jackson from coming in and breaking the pin up. And then I loved uh, Matt Jackson kicking little shit staying in the face. Like, he knocked his fucking head off. <laughs> like, it's bad enough the motherfucker is walking around with the fucking cast on his he leg. He the fucking <laughs> shit out of him. Oh. And I, like, I was like, oh, shit. And, you know, I'm not a Young Bucks fan, but I like Matt Jackson more than I like Nick Jackson. If Matt Jackson was a, a twin and there was two of him, I'd be a Young Bucks fan. Nick Jackson outweighs the positivity of Matt Jackson for me. Um, then we had the, the, the Casino Battle Royal match. With Lance Archer, which again, that was a long ass match, man. It just seemed like it, I don't even know how long it was. Fuck, that was twenty two minutes, and it just seemed like that 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 thing just kept going on and on and on. I don't um, know who the uh, black dude was. I'd never seen him before, but they they made him look good last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to research him and find out more about him. You know, I'm, I'm a, a, a fan Hobbs, of the right? big, Hobbs, Hobbs, I'm a right? fan of the big heavyweight bruiser type motherfuckers, and the fact that you know. AEW really doesn't have many people of color anywhere important. Not just not denying that. Um, so yeah, and I'm then after that was the Matt Hardy Guevara match. Well, let's go to the the Battle Royal. You you do you like uh, Lance Archer winning? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why I like it. I do. Go ahead. So yesterday on the pre-show, uh, I was talking to Robert Custis. He was in the chat. And I said, the reason I don't want MJF to be able to beat Moxley is because Moxley's undefeated. Like, I don't want Moxley to win his undefeated streak in a chicken shit kind of way. I want somebody to beat Moxley's ass the way Cody got his ass beat. Mm-hmm. MJF ain't that guy. Lance Archer won. And I was like, you know what? This might be the motherfucker. If you think about the debuts of Lance Archer and Brody Lee, both of them lose their title matches, one to Cody, one to Moxley, and now Brody Lee turns around and beats the hell out of Cody. I would not be mad if they gave Lance Archer the ball and let him destroy John Moxley. 
I agree 100%. And since Archer came to the AEW, that's one thing I've been saying is that this guy can be a fucking beast if they let him do his thing. And I think we're about to. I just wish they'd take the goddamn microphone from Jake Roberts. I just wish they'd get fucking Jake Roberts off screen altogether. <laughs> How are you going to hit a motherfucker with a snake while it's still in the bag? Like, Peter ought to be on their ass right now. If I mean, clearly there wasn't a real snake in there. And then... I mean, it's no different than fucking having what's-his-name in the bag and throwing his ass over the ropes. Eddie Kingston. Darby Allen. Oh, man. But there was parts of the match I liked, parts that I didn't. But go ahead. We'll get to the next one. Uh, Guevara and and, and Hardy. And I just got... I fucking this shit should have been stopped. I can't fucking stand Sammy Guevara. No matter what. The fucking piss is... He's just... It's mm, a piece of shit. Wrestler. Matt Hardy smacked his head on the back of that concrete, man. He was out. They stopped the match, and then they restarted it, which in 2020 is the most ludicrous fucking thing you would ever hear. You could tell Hardy was fucked up, and his wife, who I can't stand on social media. I'll go on record and say I think Reppy Hardy is, like, the most toxic motherfucker on social media. I completely agreed with her. I don't agree with her posting the text message she was sending her husband, but... um. I agree with it. It was bullshit. And everybody in that building that was in charge should be ashamed and should have to, you know, apology ain't going to mean anything, but should come out and say, look, we were wrong. Like we made the wrong choice. The fact that you let the, you let the wrestlers call the shots when clearly he wasn't in the right state of mind. I mean, the motherfucker woke up thinking he was damn broken, Matt Hardy. Like that wasn't an act. Like he was really fucked up. He could bear that. He went into that match as Matt Hardy. Hardy boys, Hardy, and you fucking ended it as broken Matt. <laughs> and not it was it, it wasn't and it wasn't a character man. change halfway through. It just fucking that's who we thought he was. So it's fucking V one. Uh, he started calling Aubrey Lita. I think I heard him say, "Amy, Amy, come over here and count." <laughs> Where's Edge? And he was <laughs> fucked up. Oh damn! Shame on them for that though. And, you know, 25 years ago, we wouldn't have gave a shit. But now that we know what we know, like, that's just dangerous and uncalled for. And I was texting with Eric from doing the favor. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, these shows don't have fans at them. There's stuff that they shouldn't be doing. And like the powerbomb spot with Darby Allen in the in the fucking uh, in the body bag. And you throw him outside the ring with thumbtacks on it. Like, why is that necessary? And not only that, but like I just want to go back to like the finish of that party match. Tell me that this motherfucker falls in on drywall and he can't get up. <laughs> Matt Hardy just fucking had his head slammed, smashed against cement, and got up and had a match, and he fucking falls into drywall. Yeah. Do you know what sheetrock is? Like, come the f- oh. yeah. Um, Akara Shida and Thunder Rosa. I thought this was the match of the night. I predicted it would be. I also predicted that Thunder Rosa would win. Um, I thought it was a damn good match, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Despite the outcome, I, I actually really enjoyed the the champ, tag team championship match. I thought that went on a little bit too long. Uh, Sheeta and, and Thunder Rosa, you know, it just shows that if AEW has the right women in the match, Thunder Rosa being one of them, they, can, they have some women that can go. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I was really hoping that AEW would shock the world, though, and, and pull the trigger and let Thunder Rosa have the NWA title. I obviously know why they didn't, but that would have been a cool thing to see. Um, FTR versus 
Hangman and Kenny Omega, FTR, your new tag team champions. Here's another one where I thought that they did stuff as if the crowd was there. What was the point of Hangman kicking out of the finish the first time? There's nobody there to pop for it. And then you just literally hit the finish again and you pin them. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it didn't make sense to me. Why I, think, I, think, I think the reason for that was to make Hangman Page look stronger. I mean, I get it. On TV, we're watching and we see it. But at the same time, like, that's their big finisher. Like, why are you kicking out of it and it's not important? Because Hangman Page is about to go on a single run and they want it to look unstoppable. Right. Simple as that. Uh, and not only that, but can I just – I like Kenny Omega. Fuck Kenny Omega. Him is fucking tantrum. The fuck out of here. I will say he's going back to fucking Bullet Club Kenny, though. Um, but how the fuck is he gonna get pissed off and start talking about everything I did? This is what I get after everything. Motherfucker, it's your fault. You lost the damn match in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that half-ass effort he gave to break the pin up at the end. Well, not only that, but he's the one that fucking V-triggered Hangman Page, and then he got fin- he got you know they put the finishing on him twice, and he got pinned. Yeah. He wouldn't have been out of it if he didn't get the fucking V-trigger. It's supposed to be unstoppable. So let's get to the main event. John Moxley versus. We're not, we're not gonna talk about Mosa match. The who? Mosa match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was trash. <laughs> I mean, it was the whole premise was stupid, but Orange Cassidy wins the feud. Yeah, that that's huge. I don't I don't want to shit on the feud. The feud itself was fantastic. The blow off match I didn't really like. I love Jericho. It's gonna be five hundred gallons of orange juice and champagne. Like, dude, I don't know. Where you learn how to measure? I don't know, shit? man. That's an awful lot. Of, there was an awful lot of fucking orange juice in that bitch. That wasn't a fucking 500 gallons. I bet it was pretty damn close. Get the fuck out of here. A fucking gallon of milk isn't that big, dude. A gallon of milk. That kiddie pool that they had. There was, that thing was, there was two of them. I saw one. There was, there was one on both, there was a one on both sides. I don't remember that part. Maybe yeah, you were there drunk. was one on both sides. I think you were hallucinating because there was one on motherfucking. There was one on both sides. <laughs> You've been working too much. You've been working too many hours and you're sleep deprived. It was fucking one kiddie pool full of like orange water coloring. Um, I do like the fact that Orange Cassidy won with Superman punch just to see you know the lack of the shitting on the Superman punch by the marks out there who shit on Reigns doing it. Pretty but, much. But yeah, good for Orange Cassidy, man. That's gonna. You think he'll win a world title within the next year? Um, no. We we need to talk. That's something we need to talk about on a future episode where we see Orange Cassidy going as an actual in ring performer, not just the merch machine. One, two. Whatever. There's still kiddie pools. <laughs> that fuckers are still probably like five, like three or four feet deep. 500 gallons. Four foot deep, 10 foot wide. Uh, let's get to the main event. First, we're going to start this episode off with a geography lesson. We're going to end it with a mathematics lesson. <laughs> you learn shit when you listen to Boots. See, I'm going to up in this bitch. That's what we do. We're, we're secret spies for the government. We're trying to do homeschooling while y'all aren't going to school. Chris Rucker's been learning all about Common Core math, so now he's going to try to teach y'all about it, too. God, don't even get me started on that. Anyways, book. final match. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started on Common Core math. I'm not a wrestler, but I'll cut a promo on that shit. Um, Moxley versus MJF. MJF looked like a main eventer. Fuck MJF. He's, he, he kind of sucks. 
sucks. You know, I don't like him either. But he came off and he he looked like he belonged there. He looked like that was where he was supposed to be last night. Um, he's the mid, dude. He's the mid. No. no. He's, he's a little bit better wrestler, but he's the Miz. He's better than the Miz. He's the Miz, though. That's that's who he is. His character is the fucking Miz. Okay, he he's the Miz that can use better promos with profanity in them, that can wrestle better, and that's believable as an in ring competitor. So he's not the Miz. He's I better. I don't, I don't I don't think he's as believable in the ring as the I can't. I after last night I do. I wasn't buying into it beforehand, but after last night I do. He I didn't see him Moxley. He took it to Moxley. I think Moxley. I think I think the understatement there is that Moxley made made him look better than he was. Well, you can't just give one person. The, that's one thing I hate that people do. Really? Because I'm pretty sure we just did that fucking a couple weeks ago about somebody else making people look good too. I'm pretty Ooh. sure that we fucking talk about Seth Rollins making people look good and how Sasha Banks makes people look good. They make people look good, yes, but you can't just give them all the credit. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that Moxley. Did make I think honestly Moxley made made him look better than he is. That's all I said. Didn't say he made him look good and made him look like an actual wrestler. I'm saying he made him look better than what MJF is. You're really gonna so Cody. Cody made MJF look better than he was. Also, you're really gonna make me argue in favor of MJF. That's really what you're about to do right now. You're gonna make me defend this. I, I ain't got time for that. Shit, MJF ain't MJF is the Miz. Get the fuck out. You know what? I'm about to go to PWTs now. Buy me a fucking MJF shirt because of that shit. The Miz. While you're there, while I wish you're there, he was the Miz with going home to Maurice every night. Hey, while you're there, can you just buy another boot to the face shirt? That'd be fantastic. Man, fuck pro wrestling tees. Go to watermaneuver.com.net. I'm sorry. Watermaneuver.net and get you a boot to the face shirt if you want one. Don't go to PWTs, whether they're having a sale or not. Did I just shit on PWTs on the podcast? Marty, let's get this. What would you grade all out? A B minus. A, B, C, D, or F? B minus. We ran a poll, and last I looked at it, matter of fact, I'm going to pull it up real quick. Uh, we ran a poll last night what people graded the show. And last night before I went to bed, right now it's got 70 votes, 37% of C. 30% of B, 17% gave it an F, and only 16% gave it an A. So I'm right there. B minus, right in the middle. That's about what I thought also. So you want to get the shout outs, Marty? We can get the fuck up out of here. Uh, well, we kind of mentioned it kind of in me, but definitely shout out to Ian um, for getting us on Sportscaster again. That worked out for us. Talkamania, as always. Thanks for helping, kind of, you know, helping us get to where we are. Um, we're not doing what we do if it's not from the relationships and the and the network and the partnerships we made with them. Um, to help us get where we are, like whether it's on uh, Full Press or Sportscaster, um, they've helped us get lead us there, and we appreciate it. it definitely showed us the door, and so we can walk through it. Um, Mike Farrell, Chaos Theory, appreciate all the love and support you always give us. Um, and then you know, just I, you know, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Barry Frost, man. I follow that guy on social media everywhere, and everything the shit he posts, it always gives me a laugh every single day. The, some of the stuff he shares and posts, just like those little jokes and his memes and stuff he shares on like Facebook and stuff like that. Like that shit's fucking hilarious. It gives me a chuckle every day. So Barry, thanks for making the day a better day every day. And speaking of Barry, the uh, other half doing a favor, well, the other part of the trifecta there, they got a good community of people going. 
Uh, shout out to our female demo, all three of them. No, you know what? I saw some of your posts, Sheena. I saw some of them posts. Ain't nobody fucking butthurt. Get over that shit. Thanks, Ooh. Sheena. Thank you, Sheena. Appreciate the follows and listens and all, uh, all the thirty-three percent of our female demo and the uh, and the uh, you know the reviews during listening. Appreciate that. Thank you. Pissing off thirty-three percent of our female. We are definitely not the female demo gods. Um, yeah. <laughs> Peteropolis, Robert Custis, Irish Whip, uh, everybody that joined the chat yesterday, uh, everybody that supports us constantly. GBM, good brother Mike, who's got my Sting Masters of the Universe coming my way. Uh, Sammy Evans, who's helping doing a favor, do a giveaway. And his idea was to have make us a part of it for some like random reason. Just they have to follow Boots of the Face also on Twitter in order to be a part of it. So shout out to him for that. Um, Somebody, uh, Eric Brown's got me a Naomi Chase coming my way. So shout out for that one, and that's it. That is that's all it. I can go on. Hey guys, who, who the Cowboys playing this week? The Cowboys are playing the L.A. Rams. Oh fuck! All right. Yep, we got we'll one to Cowboys got Cowboys got them bullshit ass Vikings this week. Gonna start them motherfuckers off on the bad path, giving them the loss throughout the season. Fuck Minnesota. Doesn't matter if you're a fucking Twins. The Vikings, Rocket Dog, it don't fucking matter. Fuck Minnesota. Go Cowboys. Go, go Pack Go. The Packers. Boom. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 103. Chris Rock and Marty Vasquez saying peace. Later. Later.